Hello? Snake, are you okay? Hello, sorry, who's this? Snake, the government has decided not to give in to their demands. Sorry, I, I think you might have got the wrong number. Uh, this is Day Video Games. What are you talking about? It's Day Video Games, the podcast. Fun chats with cool people about video games. I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. <laughs> uh, while I've got you, Colonel, why don't you help me introduce this episode? As it's a Metal Gear Solid special. So what do you say, Colonel? Colonel? Hello? Oh, he's gone. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Day Video Games. This one is a Metal Gear Solid special, the brilliant action-adventure stealth game that was released in 1998 on the PlayStation. It would start off the Metal Gear Solid series that would span 17 years, having four sequels and numerous spin-offs. It offered stealth and action, Hollywood visuals, and a dense adult story not really seen before in video games. The main character was Solid Snake. Man, I would hate it when people would make jokes that his name sounded like an erect penis, because he was such a cool guy, with a really cool voice. Can I do an impression? No. Damn. In this episode, we do talk a lot about the story, so if somehow playing this game is still on your to-do list, and you've been avoiding spoilers for 21 years, then just listen to it anyway, and then it might give you a kick up the bum, you lazy bones. Also, I think at times I speak as if everyone knows all about Metal Gear Solid, so apologies in advance. To discuss this mega game with me, I'm back with Jack Evans, brilliant man, and guest of episode 2. I'd had big conversations with Jack about Metal Gear Solid before, so I know that he knows his Ray from his Rex, from his Arsenal, and Shagohod. So tie a bandana around your head, Rustle yourself up a ration to eat, and start smoking some cigarettes for Day Video Games Metal Gear Solid Special. My name's Dave, I like video games. This is my podcast called Day Video Games. If you like games, well I'm the same. So here's this podcast, it's Day Video Games. It's Day Video Games. It's Day Video Games. Day Video Games. Exclamation mark over my head. Oh my god, what the hell is this? Day Video Games doing a special. Special about Metal Gear Solid. Oh my god, it is definitely, I think, if not my favourite, definitely grabbing from behind and choking the other ones. (laughs) Square, square, square. (laughs) The the person you hear choking someone until they break their neck is Jack Evans. Yay, hi. He's back, yes. We just put a bandana on for infinite great content. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Metal Gear Solid. We're going to talk all about it. Okay. (laughs) Metal Gear Solid. I'm going to ask, how did you first play it? How did it come to your attention? Question mark over your head. Initially, rental Mm. from this hardware store. uh, Did you just spy it and thought, what's this? I No, I was aware of hype. I was buying video game magazines and Mm. the art. Yeah. The art for Metal Gear Solid. Like, I'm not talking about the game. I'm talking about the guy who does the cool drawings. Who's uh, Dave's going to look up? What's the guy's name? Uh, where is it? It begins with a Y. Yoji Shinkawa. <laughs> Yoji Shinkawa. That guy's art is sick. Yes. And the uh, PAL cover art of the game is like Yoji Shinkawa's snake face. Mm. Um, <laughs> to be clear, uh, <laughs> not that man's face is not a snake. It's Solid Snake. Yes. Uh, the main character of the game. Because uh, the American one is just white and it just says Metal Gear Solid on it, yeah. which kind of sucks. I mean, but our one is cool. And it's a uh, two-disc game, so you knew you were getting value. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I rented it. Didn't get that far. And then I had a pirated one oh. uh, <laughs> from like my uncle. But the pirated games, there was numerous problems with it. Number one, the bit which we'll get to where <laughs> you need to know a codec number which is on the back of the case mm-hmm. i well i didn't have the case so i was like what <laughs> fucking case i'm like looking around the game world 
for this case. W- was this intentional for bad bastards like yourself to, to swear at you? No, <laughs> <laughs> so it might have been. Do you know, it could have been an anti-piracy mm. thing. But then you could just find the... I, I couldn't because I didn't know. Like, I, didn't, I didn't know. And the internet wasn't really a thing. The internet wasn't a thing. Or at least I didn't know how to use the internet to get that information because it would have been dial-up or some shit. Uh, yeah, I think I was just going on the Action Man website at that point. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> um, yeah, so that was... I rented, didn't get very far, pirated, got a little bit further, but then hit a huge brick wall. Mm. And then I used my paper round money to get it when it went platinum and it was uh, 20 quid. Wowza. Where? Right? <laughs> Platinum Games is 20 quid, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I have it. I have, I think I've got, I've got it somewhere. It's like this, the uh, actual case. Silver backing because it's platinum. I've still got mine in my parents' attic back mm. in Stoke-on-Trent. Um, yeah, I found it from, I must have had a bit of pocket money knocking about yeah. and uh, official PlayStation magazine had it as Ooh, a demo. Yeah. And so it gave you like basically up to when you meet Meryl. And the uh, oh, the, best the DARPA chief the when the DARPA chief dies, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it came up to there. I can't believe I'd played a game that had just said the word bastard. <laughs> what? <laughs> this isn't Crash Bandicoot. It's so adult. <laughs> yeah, but what a game! I what mean, a game. what a game! I kind of even think to this day, if I wanted to make my dad like video games, that's the game I would. I mean, the espionage aspect, well, it's tactical, tactical espionage action. Tactical espionage action. Well, because it seems adult. That's what you're getting at. Mm. The reason you could be like, my dad would like this. And he is an adult. <laughs> yeah. Is that it? it's like games feel grown up now. Mm. Because you mentioned Crash Bandicoot. The other ge- the big PlayStation games that you'd have that, that I'd be like, Resident Evil, which mm. is pretty adult, but really campy and cheesy. Um, Wipeout, yeah. Tekken, Ridge Racer, Gran Turismo. Crash Bandicoot, Spyro. These are all great games. Yeah. Greg, I know you hate Spyro, but <laughs> the um, uh, Metal Gear Solid just felt completely different to any of them. Yeah. On every level. Yeah. On every level. Presentation. Presentation is key. When you fire it up, you have oh, just everything. The, sa- the, the sound design, the, the, the titles. The title just, sequence mm. when the Metal Gear thing comes up, the font of the Metal Gear, and then it's got like really chill like kind of doon doon um, mm. like kind of i want to say techno music but it's not techno it's it was like, like kind 90s of, yeah, action film really noises yeah. like yeah um but then you say 90s action film i think metal gear solid is more serious than most 90s action oh films. definitely at times <laughs> at times I mean, it's not terminator 2 but no. uh the greatest action movie ever made um <laughs> but it's it was really serious compared to some of the stuff that influences it. So yeah. so the, the basic premise of Metal Gear Solid, if for some reason you listen to this and you don't know, <laughs> is you're, <Strap> in. <laughs> you're Solid Snake and you're a government spy, a badass soldier mm. who's like a grizzled, um, kind of humorless guy, actually, uh, but who's kind of a, a, an amalgamation of classic action characters. He's like a little bit James Bond, a little bit Rambo. He has a bandana. Yep. Uh, and uh, Kurt Russell. Mm. Because oh, yeah. um, he's Snake, Snake Plissken uh, is a character in the John Carpenter movie, Escape from New York, which is great. Mm. Escape from LA, which is bad. <laughs> Do you know the John Carpenter lawsuit thing? The studio were like, this is back in the 90s. This Metal Gear Solid game is a ripoff. It's, the character's called Snake. and da, 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 Let's mm. sue him. And then John Carpenter personally intervened and went no don't sue it uh hideo kojima's sound <laughs> nice like like he was like he acknowledged he was like it is a ripoff but mm. don't do anything because <laughs> he's a good lad uh, man that's Respect. amazing <laughs> yeah right wow. i love that um, uh, well uh hideo kojima the creator of metal gear solid the uh david lynch of computer games well david lynch mixed with christopher nolan mixed with a little Tarantino, maybe? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. Tarantino's obsessed with putting references of shit. In. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, or very good. Yeah. Loads of direct, like, movie directors. Yeah. Love him. It's crazy. It's because like... he's a movie director. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> His Twitter's like, I'm made of 80% movies or something. Yeah. Um, what me and Dave are referencing there is that in Metal Gear Solid, uh, most of the game is actually cut scenes where you don't play the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's great. It's great. <laughs> and it's brilliant, Yeah. yeah. You don't mind. 
a cool thing about the cutscenes in Metal Gear Solid was that it seamlessly transitioned from gameplay to cutscene. Um, are you talking about when you say cutscene? Are we talking codec conversations or actual legit, as in the scene? You know, yes. with characters yeah. and stuff. So... Someone's turned up and is telling you, "Hey, shut up, Solid Snake." <laughs> And Vulcan Raven in attack. <laughs> <laughs> so they could be directed in a cool way with a like mm. cool panning camera, but there was no disconnects because other games had better looking FMVs. You know, like Final Fantasy VII, Final yeah. Fantasy VIII, whatever, looked way more That was the trend at the time. It, like, uh, but they were totally different from the gameplay. And it was a bit disconnecting i'd say yeah especially mm. final fantasy 7 is a bad one for that yeah like, mm. oh, look how tall these people are <laughs> nothing in metal gear solid and the graphics in metal gear solid when it came out was sick as well they were mm. like it was like, the best looking game on console but it seamlessly transitioned from the gameplay to the cutscenes, and that kept this consistency even the intro where it's like uh, we you is the music yeah. <laughs> and you're like swimming slowly um and it, so it, it does that like cool operatic little riff uh, oh guys um please uh just sing back to me a theme tune from a game from the last 10 years i'll give you a moment oh yeah it's a bit of a problem in it <laughs> but there's this weird operatic music and then it goes like straight straight after it mm. and um the credits come up for all the uh voice actors which gets you put. It just feels yeah. serious. It, feel, it feels kind of like a movie. And obviously, you know, there's this 10 minute cutscene where it's a big exposition dump. And then you get through the first bit, which is just like sneaking around through some shipment containers, yep. which wasn't totally easy. Then you get in a lift. Yeah. Then you go up and that's the title. Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, it builds Tactical up. espionage action. Using the 3D camera, because it's more, I think that's why it's called Solid, because it's 3D. Because there's two ones before. It's Metal Gear and Metal Gear 2. Oh. And it's Metal Gear 3 because 3D, but instead of just calling it Metal Gear 3D, they called it Metal Gear Solid. Oh. I think. Uh, i don't know that that. i think that (laughs) if that's just your brain that's fine Um, google it i I might be right uh so google is jack wrong (laughs) (laughs) then that'll just yeah i am wrong um but that it was using kojima's skill as a director because yeah uh and then it had this sick sequence uh with a hindy uh (laughs) where you see this like a russian gunship colonel what's a russian gunship doing here uh, I don't know, Snake. <laughs> <laughs> the only codec conversation in the game that takes place in a cinematic rather than oh, in a in a codec hmm. conversation, which you're like, why isn't the rest of the game like this? Well, it's because you'd be watching a man kneeling <laughs> down um, <laughs> but uh, and just holding his ear. I always wondered about that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I spent so much time sneaking about, and yet we're having like a good old 20-minute convo <laughs> on do the I, phone. Hey, do you want to hear my head cannon? Yeah. So... They there's nanomachines. They talk about nanomachines a lot. I don't know if they actually do in Metal Gear One. I think they do because I think do, Fox yeah. dies nanomachines. Yeah. So there's nanomachines inside Snake, which nano means super tiny. It's like the one below micro, right? Right. So nano machine, not nano machines. That's a different thing. <laughs> Robo nan. Robo nan. <laughs> <laughs> Granddad's happy again. Um, <laughs> and uh, the nano machines are inside Snake, and I think he can hear the codec without like that makes no sound because it's mm. inside him yeah and i also think it can translate his thoughts in an in a much shorter time mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you reckon yeah i think he doesn't it isn't actually vibrating his um oh not in terms of time in terms well, of remaining silent oh yeah in terms um, of time i have no explanation for okay. <laughs> talking for 40 minutes on a lift behind a bin yeah <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense uh but loads of stuff to, is the games it's really it's a really strange thing with Metal Gear Solid is that it's we're talking about all this stuff about it being cinematic it's also one of like the gamiest games ever Mm. because the Kodak conversations could only happen they're super gamey in the Kodak conversations the characters are breaking the fourth wall constantly (laughs) press select snake and then go back to talking about super politics look on the back of the case (laughs) after the cold war people realized they could press select (laughs) Um, but so that's the thing the cutscenes are sick makes for a more mature type of storytelling mm. and more graphically rich because instead of so uh, most of game storytelling up to that point was even at that point 
Final Fantasy VII probably has the best story for around this time for like another Around game. that time, yeah. And we're talking text boxes, right? Mm. Text boxes. But Metal Gear Solid has the characters talking and then you can kind of look at the character's face, right? You can look I mean, at the character's body language. You can frame the discussion and move the camera around to add stuff and add depth. I mean, their little cartoon faces didn't have that much emotion. Let's, I think. I'm not talking about the codec. Oh right. I'm talking about directing the scenes. Uh, again, it was just the camera. I'd say was yeah. moving around rather. Again, it was just a blank face going. It was. Hey, listen. It was not up and down. <laughs> it, but yeah, you say that. But I think your imagination added stuff in to the. Definitely. And more could be done with the camera. Yeah. I still think. Then again, the codec because the art. It was the art mm. again. The, the the I was praising earlier the the faces behind just still with like an animated lip and then a <laughs> scan line and it was colored green it was good it was good here's another thing i like about the codec codec greater than symbol audio log which in is m- most games now if you're exploring a place you find an audio logs and then it's just okay problem with the codec it's interrupting your gameplay that is negative that's mm. in the negative column benefit of the codec is it's characters having a conversation so there's dramatic tension some of the biggest twists in metal gear solid that had the biggest emotional hits take place on that codec screen where it's two still images of a character definitely huge twists when i was on that lift going down to fight vulcan raven for the second time and i found out that miller's been dead yeah the whole time naomi is a little traitor like Yeah. yeah all codec agreed yeah and yeah, compared to an audio log, it feels like a flight of fancy. It does something like a pickup, a collectible. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah. this, it was part of the the story, a major focus, major concentrate. I think as well, because Kojima is forcing you. Yeah, you okay? You can skip the codex things yeah. if you hammer X or whatever button it is. X and triangle uh, and it just skips to the whole thing. Um, oh, what? Yeah. In Metal Gear Solid One. Yeah. It skips the whole conversation. Yeah. Mate, I did not know that. I've been hammering <laughs> my that the, the codec conversations have been my own torture sequence where I've been hammering X <laughs> as fast as I can. But it like, are you serious? Was that not added later? Uh, I'm pretty. I, sure. I think I, I think triangle skips to it on Metal Gear Two, but I don't know in one. I thought in one you had to hammer. If maybe, I have, maybe. if I, oh my god, I want to clarify that Dave asked me to do this, and I did replay Metal Gear Solid One, and I yeah, I listened to some of the codec, but a lot of it I know. <laughs> as much as i enjoy it i'm like i know i i can say these lines so i just i skipped it but i skipped it by hammering x and you're telling me oh fuck i mean i'm oh, super doubting man. myself now but i'm double downing and yes that's definitely yeah. how you oh, skip it <laughs> well, it's funnier if i have fucked it yeah jack is right about this it was added as of metal gear solid 2 and the only way to skip it in this game is just to repeatedly hammer x um <laughs> But com- yeah, compared to because what they're doing, Kojima's putting this roadblock of going listen to this, mm. and then it forces you to listen to it, and then it makes the game more engaging. Because this is the thing: is the cut what the cutscenes and the codec conversations do in Metal Gear. As much as people go, oh, the game's mostly cutscenes, which isn't necessarily quite true. I think there's maybe three hours of cutscenes, and there's like five hours of game. I don't know. Right? I mean, that ratio. Is um, not yeah, great. it's <laughs> problematic. But the 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 cutscenes have uh, two functions. Mm. One they make the gameplay have more stakes right so the the game itself is more emotionally impactful as you're playing it because of the cutscenes. and two they act as a reward for progression in the game and you find out more stuff you're rewarded with more twists yeah right so they they are oh it's not like they're two separate things they there's not the game and the cutscenes. they two things that feed into each other mm, right yeah um so they're really big mm, <laughs> yeah i, totally I, I think them, i think like. they're good whereas audio logs i have no doubt i think talented people write those audio logs and talented people record them uh like kate mccabe and, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey she's a character you should listen to her <laughs> episode if you ha- haven't already done that yes um so like but you're, they're, they're totally optional so I skip them. Did you listen to any of the ones? In, I'm just foreshadowing later conversation. Metal Gear Five has like audio log tapes. I wasn't as interested in it. I listened. I'd, I'd listened to a lot of them, but I wasn't as compelled by them. And I think I probably think if you do listen to all of these audio logs, it probably does make the game world deeper. I don't know, but I because mm. I'm not being forced to do it, I skip them. I did definitely forget about them in Five, mm. and it was like this isn't as very. 
story filled as the rest of them and then i kind of i must have missed the bit where they're like by the way listen to the audio logs if you want it to be actually like metal gear solid and yeah but yeah audio logs no the the one that's shining in my mind is horizon yeah Zero that's exactly Dawn. what i was thinking of. like yeah. what a because like, it was like, oh, what happened to the world? Maybe you'll find out in these little things that people recorded. What you got in your game, Horizon? Robot Dinosaur? Sounds like something from Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> <laughs> and also in Horizon. In fact, anyone who's doing audio logs. Are you, are you just listening to podcasters, basically, yeah. of the time of whatever happened? <laughs> because who's recording themselves? At what point in history do people start going... I'm going to do a podcast to myself that's just boring and is about the day I've had or like just really horrible sorrow. <laughs> like very few people actually keep diaries. And I think it feels even weirder than writing a diary to like bear your soul in an audio yeah. log. For who? Well, quite often it's like, Chris, if you're listening, I don't know why I mm. use my fiance's name right then. <laughs> just to hammer it home. But <laughs> I love you and I'm so sorry about that time and when we were working on such and such and yeah, I didn't do knows. that. It was like, oh, right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for that, Dave. I wish you weren't dead. <laughs> Doom 3, which might have been a pioneer of the audio log. I think that was one of the first times I heard it. Yeah. That had kind of, and it forced you to listen because at the end it would be like, by the way, the passcode <laughs> is 682 and you'll get a shotgun. I'll never forget you. By the way, the safe number is... Doom 3 is really bad for that. Uh, but then it tricks, because not all of them end with that, but some because some of them end with like a safe code. You're like, oh, fuck's sake, Doom. Um, but I no, they were good, and then it, and it went downhill. But Kodak, summary, Kodak, good. I also love yes. this. Like, there's Kodak characters. Like, Natasha, completely optional. Naomi? No, Natasha. Did, have you not spoken to Natasha on What's the Kodak? Natasha do? She's Russian. She is a chain smoker and a nuclear expert. Oh, yeah. I mean, very small in my memory, obviously, from what I've just said. I, but... I mean, I obsessively was like, because I, I rented the game, I pirated the game, and I eventually bought the game, and I was like, I paid for this. I'm getting my value out of it. Mm. So I was, every time that I thought there would be new Kodak conversations, which was pretty much after every major event, after every major boss or interaction. Here's my opinion on this. Yeah, every <laughs> what's, character what's had like a 10 minute opinion on things. Yeah, Natasha would tell you cool stuff. And then there's weird, the ways the character act. So you, you have, um, six, Snake has cigarettes, mm. which we'll get onto mechanics, but uh, you know, there's a cool thing where you can use the cigarettes to see lasers, security lasers. But uh, if you phone Mei Ling with a cigarette, she'll be like, or Naomi, who's like a doctor, they'll be like, no snake, don't smoke, smoking bad. Mm. Whereas Natasha, who smokes herself, like just doesn't mention it. Ah. Or it's like, you know, family. But the... Um, We're used to this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, but I love that Natasha is pretty much totally optional. And you, but but there's a there's a shit ton of content there if you want it that adds richness to the game. I was too busy flirting with Mei Ling. <laughs> See the Mei Ling, so you tell can, me another little uh, saying. <laughs> weird, cool, gamey thing about Metal Gear Solid. So the saving mechanic is within this codec thing. So you phone a character called Mei Ling, mm. um, and then that's how you save. But if you keep phoning her again and again, she gets annoyed at you. And then, but if you keep, instead of clicking save, you click don't save. She gets annoyed at you. And then eventually she just doesn't say anything when you phone up. And she just dot, goes, dot, goes dot. yeah, dot, 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 save, don't save. And then if you don't save, and if you phone her again, she pulls her tongue out at you. Really? Yeah. That's cute. Satisfying. <laughs> um, That's what I wanted. <laughs> I love the codec. I love how it looks, the sound of it. Yeah. There's a lot of nostalgia going on there because it's, it's an extremely limited way of conveying information. When phones could first have actual sounds come out of them for mm -hmm. the ringtone, some people would have the codec noise. Oh, and so I'd be was, so... Yeah, did you have it? Yeah, I did. That. Well, I yeah, was yeah. so jealous. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, mm. it was so good. Do you know the term codec was invented not by Hideo Kojima, but by the translator? Really? So this is a cool thing. In the Japanese game, it's just called the wireless, which is, like, you know, like an <laughs> old man, listen oh. to the wireless. <laughs> Back in the war, hearing like, um, the songs while the air raids happen. <laughs> so the translator, Jeremy Blaustein, who also did Silent Hill 2, he must have been, and Symphony of the Night, he must have been Konami's guy. Yeah. He, he's kind, he tried, he did the English translation, but I think he also put a lot of character into the game. So he read loads 
of um he's written an amazing polygon article that he's written himself which you should go check out which is where i'm getting this stuff from Mm. or remembering it um and he he rewrote kojima's stuff because the direct translations didn't they can be literal translations but they don't quite capture the energy of what's being said right yeah so he made alterations to the intention in what he's trying to say yeah so he he read loads of like military books so he found the word codec in that in reference to some communication things so he used that instead of wireless Mm. he also created um on-site procurement weapons are osp you know the first conversation didn't it just said like you've got to find your weapons yourself he added this like all this military jargon jargon. yeah but then he also changed a bunch of stuff um so i found so these are some quotes where it's like the literal translation and the translator's version so uh, I don't know what order I've done these in, but I'll, I'll have a read and then you can. So I'll, I'll do t- I'll do t- I'll do two of them, right? Okay. So uh, this is Snake uh, talking to Vulcan Raven about the Alaskan Olympics. Okay. <laughs> so Snake Snake says, "With that strength, you must have been training in the stick pull. <laughs> With that strength, you must have been training in the stick pull and four man carry." Is as written by Kojima, translated version. Yeah, I know it. You must be a real threat in the muktuk eating contest. <laughs> yeah, that's better. <laughs> uh, uh, another one. <clears throat> I'm just a guy who can only find meaning on the battlefield. Could you have my translation? Uh, do you think love can bloom on the battlefield? No. Uh, no. No. That's what Otacon says. Oh. Uh, it's it's from that conversation, I think. Uh, and then sn- the the translated version is, I'm just a man who's good at what he does. Killing. <laughs> right? There's just, there's more of a... Yeah. There's like a vibe to it. Man. There's an energy to it. Yeah. Uh, and he got sacked. When? He didn't, but Kojima sacked him instantly. So it's On why... the first one? Um, so the first, the Twin Snakes has a totally different script. Right? right, so Twin Snakes sucks, which is the GameCube remake of this game, where um, uh, Solid Snake does a flip and, and pushes a missile out of the way with his kicking. It's dreadful. <laughs> One of the things that's dreadful about it is they don't use their translator script. I don't think because there's a thing there of like, oh, it's not Kojima's uh, original script; it's not being perfectly literally translated. But like, there's kind of a dark art to translation where you're ca- trying to capture the spirit of what the intent mm. of the original was. And uh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. What uh, about like literal translations, whatever. What I do know is that Blaustein's translation is way fucking better than the (laughs) Twin Snakes one. He also came up with a line. I don't know what the original is, but the one where Gray Fox is dying, getting crushed against the wall by Metal Gear. And he goes, a cornered fox is more dangerous than a jackal. And then he like blasts the thing off Metal Gear that enables you to defeat it. And probably in the original Kojima one, it's like, the difference between a fox and a jackal is that a fox, when it is cornered <laughs> and in danger, is in fact more dangerous than a jackal. You know, it's probably, because it is scared. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. probably lamer. Yeah, um, man. And also, if we did the translation for Silent Hill Two, which is, is one of the sickest game script, like oh, like there's loads of problems with the performance, but that's intentional kind of lynching. Yeah, creepiness. hammy kind of um, on purpose. So yeah. that guy, you should check out the guy's full article if you want to know more about this. I do. Jeremy Jeremy Barstein. Um, Google it. But he came up with Kodak. <laughs> cool, right? Yeah, man. You mentioned then when uh, Vulcan Raven pops up on your Kodak, whenever someone who wasn't mm. the Colonel Mailing or your gang was like, hacks in. Hello, Snake. <laughs> yeah. Like, Piss off. This is mine. <laughs> <laughs> you feel infiltrated, especially yeah. with the Canon thing of its nano machines inside your mm. um, skull. Deep throat. Yeah. It's like kind of. Uh, white noise turns out to be the mysterious cyborg ninja gray fox yeah yeah, yeah. uh oh god, god i mean the characters oh my gosh the characters in this game who's your favorite other mm. than solid snake mm, i'm really having a think here yeah because everyone loves gray fox ninja mm. And he's cool and hard to be. He's super cool when you're yeah. 12. Yes. <laughs> he's the coolest. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying he's not cool now. Yeah. He's cool as fuck. He is, he is, you've combined cyborg cool and ninja, <laughs> right? The increasing, you know, it, mm. uh, uh, cyborg, 100% cool. Ninja, 
100% cool, but somehow combined, 300% cool. Uh, <laughs> and he's invisible. <laughs> yes! Taken straight from Predator. Yeah. Of Kojima's <laughs> ripping stuff off. <laughs> and how you couldn't fight him with guns, it was just like, have a fist fight with a robot ninja. <laughs> yeah, hands, hand, cock, punch, punch, kick. Uh, that was such a cool fight. So that's yeah. one of my favorite bits of the game, hmm. uh, where it's like super survival horror. You're initially your initial introduction to the cyborg ninja is when you'll find revolver ocelot who is russian <laughs> but has like an american accent and is dressed like a cowboy yes Hideo and... Kojima, baby um and uh spinning around his, his uh... smith and wesson american handgun yeah very cool. The sound mm. of him reloading and it shows his uh, like reload, the amount of bullets he has. Yeah. Very cool. Your um, first boss as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So the the one of the guys you're trying to save, some American bureaucrat, is tied up with a whole load of C4 strapped to his chest. And then there's wires or lasers or wires, wires think, all yeah. over the place. So you can't go anywhere near him. And then you have to fight this guy with a revolver. Um, and you eventually defeat him. But a cyborg ninja comes and chops his hand off. Try spinning your little fancy gun now, mate. Slice. Yeah, it's really <laughs> ultra-violent and cool. Mm. And the cyborg ninja has a cool, terrifying voice. And then you you don't know. It's very ambiguous. You're like, is this guy on my side? He did cut the hand off a baddie, but he also seems quite scary. Um, and then... This whole situation is fucked. The whole situation... <laughs> I think the, the first half of Mario Sol is like a horror game. Um, mm. So uh, later on, you to spend ages trying to access this corridor where another scientist you need to save is. And you eventually get into the corridor to find that someone else has got there already. And the corridor is full of uh, horribly mutilated corpses. Blood everywhere. It's like 12 guys dead. Who's going to clean up this? Yeah, what a bloody mess. I haven't even seen a mop anywhere in this building. <laughs> they've, got a, they've got a pickle. Uh, the game, if you, the hardest difficulty of Metal Gear Solid is just cleaning up that corridor uh, without being seen. That's um, the new game plus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's terrifying, but that, that reinforces, again, look, the cutscenes are adding stakes to the coming fight. So because you've just seen that this guy has eviscerated... 12 of these soldiers I'm like yeah you're a badass but if 12 guys in Metal Gear Solid 1 if 12 guys came for you you're dead especially at that stage in the game because you have about uh, a life bar that's two and a half centimeters long right the fire master does not do much exactly yeah. so you're like oh shit what is this and then it turns out it's been done by this super scary ninja dude who can like stealth camo and you have to fight him and it's super hard but yeah you can only if you try and shoot him he can deflect your bullets with his sword which is sick, like a yeah. Jedi. Um, oh, so they've got a cyborg and a ninja, and they've added a little pinch of Jedi, <laughs> right? There's a reason you went for that character. Turns out the cyborg ninja uh, is actually a person, a, a boss from a previous game. From Zanzibar land. From Zanzibar land, who you thought you killed, but is actually still alive. Mm. But, but instead of being evil has like redeemed themselves and decides to sacrifice themselves to save your life. It's some of the coolest... It's very good. It's very good. Like, Metal Gear has this big political anti-war stuff, but actually, it has phenomenally compelling characters. And also, who is his sister? Mm -hmm. Only Naomi that's betrayed you. Yeah. Because she kind of blames you. Uh, is that why she injects you with Fox Die? That's one of the reasons she injects you with she's Fox Die. She's got a lot die. going on. Yeah, she's got a lot going on. This game is very hard <laughs> to explain. <laughs> yes. By the way, spoilers for Metal Gear Solid. From this game from 1998. Oh, yeah. Um, like at this point, we should say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Naomi, I mean, Naomi's one of your these Kodak allies who you've been talking to mm. through the whole game. And then hours and hours into the game, it turns out she's a traitor. And by the way, she's the sister of this. Uh, <laughs> this robot ninja that's yeah, knocking about. Psychopath. So who's your favorite character? Um, Solid Snake. <laughs> <laughs> I said you, you can't see, have said, Solid yeah, Snake. Yeah, um, you can have him if you want. Uh, he's very, do you know what? He's a good lad. I'm gonna. I was gonna save this, but like yeah. he is possibly my favorite fictitious character. I reckon. Whoa. Yeah. Shit. Sazard Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Shiver up your ass, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why? Um, I think it is just the blank canvas you project yourself onto. Mm. He got me right at the point of as a kid loving mm. action heroes. Yeah. When action heroes were action heroes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah, every so often, 
he'll get you right in the feelings yeah. with something really philosophical to say. Man, yeah. And also you kind of get this feeling that he doesn't want to be there, but he's really good at it. And that's my fave, I think. <laughs> yeah, he's like a reluctant hero, mm. which is where I get a bit of John McClane in him. He's just an amalgam of like every great action character, yeah. but seems coherent. But then the super cool meta stuff about him, especially in number one, mm. where he is pretty much being manipulated by everyone. Not just the enemies, like not just like Liquid, but the colonel's manipulating him, yeah. lying to him. Like I say, Naomi. Naomi was lying yeah. to him. Some that his own government was lying to him because Ocelot was working for the president the whole time. Yeah, uh, Mr. President. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the very end yeah, the, very, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the original post-credits sequence. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, very good character. Uh, also, at the very, very end, I've just got to the end of Metal yeah. Gear Solid, and I've not been able to survive the torture, so I'm there Otacon. with Otacon. Yeah, and Otacon is like. What's your real name? Mm. Oh, it's Dave. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> like, yeah! So all that projection, just like, oh, yes, it is definitely me doing <laughs> this. <laughs> uh, they're named after uh, Space Odyssey 2001. Well, they have a little joke yeah, about it. Yeah, and then, yeah. like, Because <laughs> they go like, oh, yeah, Space Odyssey 2001. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. I was like, I've not seen that. What's that? <laughs> yeah, definitely when I was like 12 when I was playing this, I didn't know either. And it's really good that at least both of them have seen it. Because Archon is called Hal. Sorry, yeah. we missed that. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Um, what are you talking about? I've never seen that film. <laughs> <laughs> I was too busy killing people. <laughs> Liquid as well. Great character. Great character. Show me what you've got, Snake! <laughs> Just how he goes from Admit like... it! You love killing! <laughs> yeah. And at the very end, how it turns out that Snake was the inferior clone, ch yeah, twin child. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so a little bit yes. of, of oh, yeah. lore. Malgate has, has regular lore. Um, L O R E, not L A W. Um, and it's yeah, they they we need to work on that L A W like uh, art nuke band. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Liquid and Solid Snake are both clones of the greatest soldier ever, quote unquote. Big Boss, yes. the protagonist of Metal Gear Solid Three, and which is doesn't exist yet, and was and he was like, uh, this is all retconning of old MSX games. There's a I lot think. of retcon going on throughout the whole series. Um, so they, the one of their demands, isn't it? They want the remains of Big Boss, which is in Metal Gear One. Yeah, they want the remains of Big Boss for some reason. Even though if Liquid and Snake's a clone of him, they could just use. Him. You shut your goddamn mouth, man. Uh, it's <laughs> confusing stuff. Um, but Liquid and Snake are supposed to be. Both clones and... Les enfants terribles. Yeah, of like a program to recreate this super soldier. Snake doesn't know this till the end. It's one of the big reveals. It's one of the yeah. many late game big reveals. But like Liquid, is Liquid's obsession that he's the inferior one, so he's trying to prove himself. Mm -hmm. So that's his... He's kind of a... He's not a sympathetic villain, but he's an interesting villain. Is that's one of his He's got stuff motives. going on. Like, he's not just doing this for the sake of it. He's, yeah. You know, <laughs> really incredible boss battle as well. So you play... You fight Liquid... In Metal Gear, he's got a huge bipedal dinosaur that has machine guns and missile launchers on it, and you're just a dude. You got a stinger missile. You got a stinger. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you can have you can have a go. <laughs> and, uh, you defeat him, and then you then on the top of the destroyed Metal Gear, you punch and kick each other. And Liquid has way better moves. Yeah, <laughs> and, <laughs> he's been practicing. And then you win, and then like Liquid gives you a lecture of like, you actually love killing or some mm. shit, uh, which gets really postmodern. It's like deconstructing games. That don't even exist yet <laughs> by the time like yeah there's loads of shooting you know it's been contra and there are like, doom and there's been loads of games we're killing Call of duty is still a twinkle in vince's yeah. eye <laughs> like, sort of deconstructing war games and the satisfaction the play because it's talking to the player it's not mm. just talking solid snake it's like you've enjoyed this killing haven't you it's really good but then then so metal gear fight punch and kick and fight then car chase so three level boss three different sets of game mechanics in each one all great and yeah. all like ramping the tension with uh, great music and like character stuff going on. Definitely. Well. Uh, Another one of the great, the sons of Big Boss mm. and a lot of people's favorite, Psycho Mantis. Incredible. Every boss Jeez in this game crazy. is great. Yeah. Uh, so Psycho Mantis is like a BDSM goth hovering psychic. He's got like a gas mask. Because the start of the game, you're like, oh yeah, this is great and cool. This is the game my dad could play. 
And then Psychomatis appears, like hovering, like manipulating Meryl, I think. He makes Meryl shoot at you. Kiss me. Shoot me. Oh, oh yeah. Manipulating Meryl later, but I'm oh, talking yeah, about when, when you skip cell. Yeah. And you're like, what was that? I think he just turns up and is just like, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then you eventually fight this guy. And it's such... Should we talk about Psychomatis boss? Yeah, let's just go straight for it. Okay. Like... So the Psychomatis boss is one of the best boss battles of all time. Mm. If you break it down, you know, the game, mechanic, like the, the aiming and controlling snake kind of sucks because it's, it's an old, it's one of the earliest 3D games, right? You couldn't like uh, look down the barrel of the gun at all. But everything they do within the confines of what could be done on the systems at the time. Yeah. Oh my God. It's like, so Psychomatis is psychic and can the way the game shows that, and again, this is about Metal Gear being really gamey, is the game can read your memory card. So if you have any other Konami games, if you've been playing like Symphony Night or something, it's like, you like, you like Castlevania, <laughs> don't you, Snake? And you're like, oh, what? <laughs> like when, so this is pre-internet. Like, I mean, you could talk to each other in school or whatever and be like, oh my God, have you seen this? Like, Psychomatis boss. But so it could meet, read your memory card and know what games you've been playing. Then it had um, stuff like, You'd, it would ask you to put the controller on the ground. And if you had a DualShock controller, which is the PS1 controller with um, vibration, mm. he would be like, watch as I move the controller. And it would vibrate along the floor. Creepy. And then what he's doing is he's hovering in this like office and he's taking control of Meryl, who is another character, the Colonel's daughter, and a kind of weird quasi-love interest character. Uh, with There's very sexual tension there for sure. Definitely. Like. Um, age inappropriate, but it's the 90s. And it's a computer <laughs> game. Um, and he, your friend, who you've just been, you've been trying to find Meryl for a good, maybe an hour or so of the game. Mm. Finally found her, teamed up, and then Psychomatis takes control of her mind and he's holding, her, making her hold a gun to her head. And like, I think she can die and then you game over. I can't completely remember. There's so many things to it. If you go yeah. in, well, um, if, you, if you, go on. Uh, well, for one, all the paintings in the room are the makers of the game. <laughs> wow, I didn't know that. There's portraits of them. There's so much going on. Like <laughs> There's every now and then the game just the screen just blacks out and it says Hideo, made the maker of I the game. I did not understand that the first time I played it, but you're meant to be blacking out. Yes, yeah, I think it's supposed to be blacking out, but also you don't, you're just like, I thought it was like, because I didn't understand at the time that like Hideo Kojima was the guy who made the game. I was like, why is it telling me to hide? They've spelled zero? video wrong. Yeah, hide <laughs> zero. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I didn't understand it. Um, but the trick to beating Psychomatis is to unplug the controller from the, P the player one port and put it in the player two port because then he can't read your mind. And eventually Colonel Campbell will call you up and tell you this. Mm. But Yeah, there's no way to figure that out. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'll just give this a go <laughs> on every game I ever play. Yeah. <laughs> but he's throwing pots at you. He's mm. throwing... Uh, paintings and there is a rhythm to his yeah, boss battle, yeah, yeah. so in that way, it's still got game mechanics. Yeah, but yeah, <sighs> let's just um, let's unpack some of the stuff that happens after that. Then, so you then go through a little tunnel full of wolves. Yes, and cool what? deep stuff about this is that you can. I'm not advocating this, but you can hit Meryl, who you've just saved, and then she summons the wolves, who will attack you. Unless you get in the cardboard box, which is like an iconic thing about Metal Gear, but also kind of game breaking because it's like, oh, it's a game about hiding. Here's an item where you can hide anywhere, but whatever. Uh, and if you get in the cardboard box, a wolf pup will urinate on the box. And then you can use that cardboard box with the scent of the wolves on it to get through this area and the wolves will not attack you. Do you know what? I knew there was something about wolf piss. <laughs> and i was trying to think like i was like do you, do you get one to piss on the hanky no you use sniper wolf's hanky when she gets killed by yeah. you yeah, yeah. But, um but no i knew there was wolf piss <laughs> and that's it yes well there's so many just weird things in this game like that yeah little details did you use the cardboard box that much no no i didn't it was so iconic but i was just like ah. i used it the thing that blew my mind that I realized you could use it for was when you get in a truck and it will transport you to a different part of the game. Yes. So if you have this different cardboard box in the game and if you get in the like cardboard box A, it will take you to the area where start the game. You would, there's did, no did they, reason to do this. Did they do fast travel before fast travel was a thing? I think fast travel probably existed in PC yeah, RPGs, yeah. but not on my fast travel radar. Yeah, not on a, <laughs> not on PS1 like that. Well, in also like 
in game a way that makes sense in game like you get in the truck the truck travels to the place (laughs) because someone is still keeping up the admin (laughs) and shadow moses (laughs) there's no reason for that to be in the game there's no reason for that to be in the game but it's in there same as uh, when you're fighting a cyborg ninja and you punch around the papers on Otacon's desk fly about right Mm. just little stuff like that yeah and then weird pervy stuff like when you're crawling there's loads of weird pervy (laughs) stuff in it so when you first try and uh find the DARPA chief and you go through these vents and you find you can see Meryl in her cell but you don't know who she is yet and she's doing like exercises and if you keep going out and back in she gets like gradually more naked and yeah, there's like a myth she get, she gets a bit hot she gets totally <laughs> naked and there's this bit before the psychomatis fight where she's disguised as a guard and she goes into the women's bathroom to get changed and if you, oh, if yeah. you get in before she has time to fully get changed the whole next cutscene she's just in her pants right um, <laughs> and yeah what, what other ways but then stuff like so if you go in the girl's bathroom for, for no reason and then phone like Mei Ling or Naomi to be like what are you doing you pervert like you freak and then like scold you for call me a weird. pervert again <laughs> oh god uh, or if you sh- if you like uh, shoot so after you go through this wolf cave there's an, another immediate boss battle after you've just defeated Psycho Manus, <laughs> and Sniper Wolf shoots Meryl and then she's like dying that bit uh, my socks off when uh, she just gets shot like on that really narrow corridor yeah uh, uh, well you can't you've i didn't no, know what to do you've got Where no sniper rifle <laughs> you're really stressed out if you if you um i don't know if it's then or anytime if you just shoot meryl obviously you get a phone call from the colonel going like snake <laughs> <laughs> stop it <laughs> <laughs> but why like the fact that they've thought oh a player might do this and then put it in the game yeah. on like every level. Uh, there's a bo- uh, another great boss battle against Liquid where you fight him in the helicopter that you saw at the very start of the game. Dean. <laughs> What's a Russian gunship doing here? It's getting, it's foreshadowing Snake. Watch out. And, uh, it's coming for you. It's coming for you. Uh, you fight this Hindi. You, you blow up Liquid. You blow up his helicopter and it crashes. And then you fight Sniper Wolf again. There's this really emotional, impactful bit with Otacom. But then you start disc two. And if once you've got this too, you go backwards and you go back out to where you fought Sniper Wolf, there is a parachute that wasn't there before. And if you phone the colonel, he's like, oh, is that liquids? And Snake's like, oh, he couldn't be alive. So, well, I mean, did you ever believe that liquid was dead from that no that, that's the end of liquid <laughs> they put it in the game they put it in the game yes, yes true they put in an explanation for mm. how he survived that you could just totally miss because why would you ever go back to snowfield oh man that's lovely that's so lovely right yeah uh i can't mm, think of another game that has this level that detail uh, that that detail uh, also when you had to go back to get the sniper rifle mm-hmm. when you went into like the armory and it's just like Oh my god, I got a level four card. I'm going shopping. <laughs> yes, some C4. Yes, some claymores. <laughs> yeah. It's well, it's good pacing, right? Yeah. Because it's torn you up. Well, I say good pacing. Can I talk about can I do my gripes with this game? Yeah, oh. come on. Yeah. This game the the difficulty curve isn't there. It doesn't make any sense. So the best designed two levels of the game. Uh, level one in the storage area at mm. the bottom of the elevator where it introduces all the game mechanics taking it easy puddles guards can hear you uh knocking against the wall the guards can hear you and they'll come looking for you and you can distract them with the sound snow area with the hind d really good they can see your footprints in the snow there's spotlights to avoid there's cameras none of these game mechanics are ever used again the cameras are yeah but the we're inside for a lot of it so snow, no snow no snow no, no puddles <laughs> yeah no the, the the puddles it sets up these cool game mechanics and then you get stuff like you know the lift down to so there's two big long lifts that are basically there for codec conversations in disc two which is like the worst part of the, the last part of the game other than story stuff gameplay bad apart from yeah. the very apart from the liquid boss battle there's a lot of warming uh, up and cooling down key cards. I was going to say, to the get key you to cards do, bit stands get... out for perhaps not the most fun. <laughs> yeah. To get, there's a good Vulcan Raven battle, actually. Sorry, I missed that. That's, that's really good. Uh, even that wasn't as good as the it's first not one. not as good, no. Where's good. your tank, mate? Yeah. Well, <laughs> <two> tank. <laughs> he's got a minigun that he's holding himself. That's cool. But it. So there's a camera that's like around a corner. 
there's a, one of those machine gun cameras. Oh, yeah. So that's just cheap. That's like, you're not like looking at the area and figuring out a plan. It's just, oh. And I think there's mines as well. It's mines, just cheap. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck you. Like, if you didn't know, there was no way you could have known this. You can, like kind of old school. I found I was going on to a certain, did I have thermal detectors? Did they notice the, there yeah, was something in the yeah, mind detectors as well. Yeah. They kind of. But you don't have them on all the time. Like it was cheap. I ended the up camera, The machine gun camera around the, around the corner, the stealth, you know, it's called tactical espionage act, action. I think the bosses are sick throughout. And, but the moment to moment stuff never surpasses the first two levels. Because you're too powerful. It gets easier as the game goes on. Um, I'm trying to think. Like the the, the guards get more armored and stuff. So if you get they get more armored, out, but but you're trying to avoid getting found out. But anyway, take take so. like uh, just any of the last. You know, say like the fire pit zone near the end. That should be like one of the hardest areas to navigate. And should have like interesting mechanics. But there's no. Yeah, it's pretty much just like one path you can go down. There's not as many, you know, like the first areas, there's loads of ways you can do stuff and you can use chaff grenades and you can choose which vent to go through and mm. you can distract guards with either footprints, blah, blah, blah. All that just goes. Is it later on where mm. you're in the lift yeah. and it's like, there's about five people in here. Oh, <laughs> that bit's good. But that's story. T- that's not mechanics. So that's like that story hard, time. Did I? Or... It's hard because there's a whole bunch of guys. So yeah. I, um, I can't remember. If it's right before, or right after the hind D. I think it's right after. Mm. And you take a lift, which you're like, oh, thank God, a lift. Because another bit of the game that sucks is going up all these stairs that go on forever and ever, and you just get chased by guys. And there's another bit that's exactly the same. But instead of being chased by guys, you get shot by machine gun cameras. It's lame. Um, yeah, the machine gun cameras did suck. Just actually. sucks. Yeah. Um, but there's what a bit where you get in a lift and it, the weight thing goes off, but only you're in there. So it, you're like, oh, must just be a glitch. Uh, and then <laughs> it turns out there's like five, maybe four. Four, uh, I think one in each corner. Guard genome soldiers um, who are genetically engineered to only see two meters in front of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they, uh, they're they using Otacon's invisibility camo, which mm. is the camo that the uh, ninja, cyborg ninja has. So there's, they, they were in there, lift the whole time. And you're like, what? And you have to fight him. And it's quite hard. That's good. That's good. I'm not hating on that. But that's not like, I'm that's talking about the moment to moment. Kind of, yeah. So the, the best, the best bits of the stealth. Day to day. <laughs> <laughs> My day-to-day tactical espionage action. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the first two levels are really good and the VR missions are really good. And also the spin-off game, VR missions, which is made entirely of them, they all use the mechanics of the game, the knocking, the avoiding the spotlights, the footprints. They all use that those mechanics really really well the actual game introduces these mechanics teaches them to you and then goes nah <laughs> you know the same way like uh the tomb raider 2013 reboot goes like oh you can hunt animals and you use them for resources and then, nah <laughs> yeah. totally pointless hey we can do this yeah just saying <laughs> you can there's no re- there's no reason to <laughs> <laughs> uh, um that's that's like that's my gripe that's my metal gear oh, gripe okay. i still love this game my favorite bit is that i think epitomizes a lot of the vibe of metal gear solid is the jail cell Mm. so at a certain point in the game you get captured by sniper wolf uh just it's just after sniper wolf right and uh you get all your stuff taken off you become a bit of a trope in video games to have this point about two-thirds of the way through nowadays mm. uh but you get all this stuff taken to you and you're in a jail cell and you have to wait around in the jail cell you can still codec call people and be like i'm in jail cell what should i do <laughs> um and you gotta figure out and between every now and then revolver ocelot who's the guy who the ninja chopped his arm off that's russian but has an american accent bizarre uh he tortures you by torture he actually tortures you because you have to hammer circle so much that you're actual real life arm will begin hurting don't even think about using turbo mode because i'll know he, he does know <laughs> I, he does know I've, i don't even know what turbo mode is turbo mode is <laughs> on a third party sucky controller if you couldn't afford an official sony one yeah which kind of it was like the classic everyone has everyone has their second controller and it and it kind of sucks but it also has stuff that the, the official one doesn't like turbo <laughs> mode where you just hold circle and then it presses it as fast mm. as it can but he will know if it's pressing it too fast he will know. I think it's the it's not the speed; it's the like regularity. Yeah, yeah. Um, the tactic is don't use your wrist; it's use your whole arm, and then like 
Yeah, if you want to know how to get past that. I've even tried using a pen. Just for yeah, like a that also works. I've precision seen that. point. That's, that's legit. Right. Um, <laughs> but then between it, you've got downtime. You're in this jail cell. Oh, by the way, surviving or not surviving the torture or like uh, yielding or not yielding to torture. Big fucking story fork in the road. Yeah, two Easy, game crazy. endings. No. Uh, I can't, his Meryl must be canon, right? Well, they both are. Oh, Metal Gear oh Solid 4. that's confusing. Um, I think I think I thought Meryl was canon. Otacon just got out by himself. But he, yeah. Do you know what? If they just if you save Meryl yeah. and just uh, Solid Snake had said, "Hey Colonel, do you mind just popping back to see if Otacon's all right?" It would have sorted everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know where because he has the stealth camera, so he could just snuck out anyway. Yeah, I think um, he's fine. I think he's fine. <laughs> so <laughs> pissy pants, <laughs> which, is, which was another cool thing of like it has these two acts, so replayability, right? Yeah, because you want to see the different ended. Um, but you're in a cell. I think maybe my bit of the cell is increasing because it's it's connected to these other threads of the game, so it's accentuating its value. Because mm. you find the corpse of the DARPA chief, but the DARPA chief's been dead for days, which what? doesn't make any sense <laughs> because you saw the DARPA chief die a few hours ago. Just talking to me about a few hours ago, right? <laughs> but then it turns out that the Dar- that wasn't the DARPA chief you were talking to. This is like one of the early game twists where you're like, what? Yeah. Uh, he, the, he is a decoy octopus. Who is one of the I bosses? I wonder where that guy was. Yeah, because he kept talking about decoy octopus and he never, and he died. And but what killed him? Huh? Perhaps that'll be revealed. Uh, and you have to like kind of think how to get out of this mm. cell. So Johnny, who's this guard that's in all the Metal Gears and just gets diarrhea, um, <laughs> which again just weird. The vibe of this game is all over the place, and I love it. I love it. Um, little shitty Johnny. <laughs> little shitty Johnny. If he, so you can do things. You can hide under the bed. Uh, or you get given ketchup to go with your rations for some reason. You get given ketchup. Yeah. And you can open the rations in, by the way, the absolutely for the time perfect inventory system. Very, very clean. You don't go into a separate menu like Tomb Raider. L2 opens items and you can scroll through them and it just freezes the game for a moment. You can still see the game world and it's in the bottom left. R2 opens it weapons. for weapons. And you can scroll through them, really satisfying sounds, really quick to use, doesn't jar yeah. from gameplay very beautiful the UI design quality of life interface there. yeah it like like Metal Gear 3 has worse you are more intrusive UI than Metal Gear 1 which is bizarre um, <laughs> but more, it, more going on more, a lot more going on so you can choose the ketchup if you're if you go on the floor on your belly and then let the ketchup and you bleed out like a killed zombie in Resident Evil and that will if he's not seen you do these things it tricks Diarrhea Johnny into like coming in to see if you're okay uh, and then you can beat him up and escape. And then cool thing, if you don't beat him up and he if you just beat him up a bit and then let him chase you, he won't keep chasing you. He'll just get diarrhea. Really? Um, <laughs> uh, and if you stay in the cell for oh, too long, <laughs> <laughs> if you stay in the cell for just too long and the game realizes like you don't know what you're doing, uh, the ninja, the cyborg ninja just comes and chops the lock off the door. Yeah, I think the first time that's what I did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Please help me. <laughs> I think I catch up my way out. But if you try and catch up yourself or go under the bed while Johnny's walking around, he'll just be like, What are you doing? What are you doing with that ketchup, mate? Yeah. Hang on, I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are you doing with that brown sauce? Wait, that reminds me. Um, and I just think that's great. You know, it just it shows it's got some cool, like, lighthearted Kodak conversations in this time of like absolute peril. Mm. It's got interesting player choices. Do you want to do the ketchup? Do you want to do the... You know, it's a puzzle. Yeah. It's a puzzle. Um, if you didn't solve it quick enough sometimes... I swear Ninja only came after about three more rounds of torture. I swear I you think got dragged back. The Ninja... I think the amount of tortures depends on the difficulty of the game. I think it's like five tortures on the hardest, then four, then three on normal. I think it goes down like that. Yeah, I was there for about three tortures. Um... <laughs> I, I definitely didn't survive. I got Otacon ending when I, I yeah. think, uh, I didn't realize how to do the torture until late. I, well, I don't, I think first time I played, I didn't even realize there was a way to survive it or, you know, to get this separate ending. It was how hard, wasn't it? How you know? just tapping a button. We've not really talked about Sniper Wolf so much. Good boss. Yeah. It's good two bosses. For one, shooting your girlfriend. Yeah. Potentially at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I always look back on the Sniper Wolf second time round when you mm. kill her kind of guiltily because i used the nikita missile that's how i beat her like rather oh, than shit. so the nikita missile is a missile that you control first person in the 3d world mm. very cool right yep the you... fact that you can do that though is sick exactly 
It lets you do that. It felt like such a cheat, and I feel like I missed out on the actual sniper battle. I no, you didn't. Had. You you didn't miss out on it. You got the satisfaction of finding a, your own way to solve it. I guess. Right? <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't a solution that I read. I was just like, I wonder if this works. And it did. Yeah. <laughs> Hideo Kojima, man. Oh. Um, I mean, sick. Did Otacon speak to her that much? Why was he so bothered? He's did like he make a it weird, up all in his head? He's an incel. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit... Yeah, he's a creepy. She loved so... me. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure about that. Uh, um, he looks a bit like John Lennon too. <laughs> he does. Oh God! Hello, Bro. Snake. I pissed myself. Imagine, but although it's like imagine instead of imagine a world, you know, like there's no religion, there's no borders or whatever. It's just uh, there's giant mechs everywhere. Imagine I made a nuclear robot. (laughs) Sniper Wolf loves me. Uh, Yeah. So, stakes though. Good good writing. So, Meryl is not just the kind of sort of love interest of the game. She's also the colonel. It's niece. Niece? Yeah. For some reason I thought daughter. Isn't he secretly a daughter? But this... Yes. Another twist? I don't... I might be adding twists. No, I think... Um, yeah. So there's there's yeah. Jeopardy. Like, he's concerned as well. So it's adding tension for all the characters. Like, Kojima gets flack. As it, it's like, yeah, he's got loads of cutscenes. But particularly Metal Gear Solid 1. I know we talked about the translator before, but Kojima came up with the characters and the plot and yeah. the, the, the relationship. So it's very good. Far better than it should be. Mm. Which did you prefer as a completion treat? bandana full of ammo or otacon's little stealth thing both are fun the stealth is cooler because it and it, more handy because it's a stealth game the ability to use a stealth but you can't use really stealth for bosses so if for speed running bandana but they're both game breaking like tactical espionage action it's like if you got you've stealth done game, it yeah. <laughs> you've done uh, it by this point i liked that you could get the james bond outfit and it would change the color of the ninja to kind of look like spider-man in my head i don't oh, think that's yeah. actually real but it, it looks maybe, yeah. it's a different color he's maybe more <laughs> red so what's what's your favorite bit metal gear solid i haven't really got one <laughs> uh no come on um uh, favorite bit i mean this is such a cop what i'm about to say <laughs> but the whole journey man like the okay. all the, like we've talked about how there's so many details little bits just mm. to pick one yeah it's like i've had a thousand children and you're making me choose <laughs> my favorite now seriously the whole entire story everything it meant for me at the time mm. i had the action figures of it i, I had yeah. five out of the eight i had solid snake who looked nothing like <laughs> Meryl, Psychomantis, Revolver Ostler, and Sniper Wolf. Mm. Um, missing Vulcan Raven, Liquid Snake, and Ninja. Yeah, those are, uh, Whoa, three really yeah, iconic yeah. ones. <laughs> Listen, my Forbidden Planet outlet did not have them. <laughs> oh, damn. But yeah, just this game was just something else and really grabbed my inner core and stayed there forever i think hideo kojima started me on a wild ride with this it's incredible it's an incredible game it's unparalleled particularly at the time i still think now other than other games hideo kojima's made there's nothing coming out like this yeah at this point particularly in the triple a we're gonna put millions of dollars behind this yeah uh type thing well it's I, i'll allow you to say that it's the whole thing because i was it comes back my to favorite th- thing about metal gear solid is metal gear solid. <laughs> <laughs> but i i think you, you're hitting because everything feeds into everything else little yes. tiny touches like in the fight with the ninja and the papers fly around and the bo- the wolf can piss on the box and the, that'll help you just uh, getting told off of being in the female toilets yeah oh. everything comes to get the 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 cutscenes seamlessly blending with the gameplay the seemingly more adult content but then all the really gamey fourth wall breaking mm. stuff the bits where the it's game's still... telling you off for killing people the anti-war political message which we've not even really talked about but it's <laughs> oh, like yeah, a that. huge part of it um uh like a fight and getting it's a shooty game but that's anti-war through and through and anti-nukes through and through it's incredible incredible i give it five out of five <laughs> <laughs> Well, there you go. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Day Video Games, the Metal Gear Solid special. Thank you very much for listening. 
if you were a thermodynamic keycard, I would have to activate you by putting you near to my heart. Thank you to Jack. If you haven't, then please do check out the second episode of Day Video Games, with Jack Evans in it. It's a smasher. It smashes everything. Oh no! If you want more Jack, then his Twitter is at JackLewisEvans, but the way the capital letters are, it looks like Jackalwise Vans. A clever wild dog with a road vehicle, which is handy for transportation. That clever dog got himself a business. The big thing to promote for Jack, though, is his brand new podcast, The Mandatory Redistribution Party, which he makes with future guest Sean Morley. It's very brilliant. It's radical left interviews, lore, and repartee. And they talk about video games quite often, too. I really can't suggest it enough. I'll do links and addresses to websites and all the rest in the description. That's it for now. I hope you like this one game special, and let me know if there's any other games you think deserve some special attention. Like the Day Video Games Facebook page, follow the Day Video Games Twitter, subscribe to Day Video Games, tell your friends, tell your friends friends, it could help you get over that first weird introduction, and the friend who introduced you might be relieved that you two are getting along. Then you can both just enjoy the rest of the barbecue. Oh, there's one last treat. Jack also made a synth version of the Metal Gear Solid soundtrack, and I don't know who it is rapping on top of it, but I think they sound very cool. Okie dokie. Thank you again. This has been Day Video Games. Goodbye, Mr. President. <gasps> oh shit! It's time for some of that tactical espionage action. Something going down on Shadow Moses. So I think he's coming, but Liquid knows it. Tells the guys it's gotta come through here. I'm off to sort out my metal gear. Revolver us a lot, he's always spinning his gun. Mad lad in a tank, it's Vulcan Raven. Psycho Mantis doesn't know what's going on. When you switch that pad to player two instead of one. Sniper will shoot Meryl, it's despicable. There's a ninja bloke that goes invisible. Turns out it's my pal from the past Grey Fox. I'm just chilling in my cardboard box. All the combos have been in that cupboard for hours. Please tell me that's fruit juice on your trousers. Can't believe Naomi with that box dieting. I better save my game, I better call Melee. Don't worry, Colonel, Solid Snake's on it. Yes, that's right, it's Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid! I'll see you again for some Sons of Liberty. This has been Stormzy. 